Welcome to the One Industry Bell Podcast with Sujia and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. Mm-hmm. Hi, Ed. How are you? Good. How are you? How was I'm your week? Good. It was pretty good. I feel a little like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. What is that? It's, what so is for this? those of you just listening, I'm doing a very cool dance. <laughs> cool circa 1900. very cool right now. I don't know. I just feel like all over the place, but I kind of always feel all over the place. I just have a, had a lot going on this weekend. That's the hashtag ADHD. Maybe, maybe. Um, we had, did you, you've been off social media this whole entire time, like for Yeah, for the last while. like two weeks, I've just been like, I'm either like on, it's like with, I think it's once again ADHD. I'm Mm -hmm. either like fixated on something Mm -hmm. or I'm like whatever about it. And I think a lot of times when I'm whatever about the job that is social media, (laughs) I think oftentimes it has to do with mental health. Yeah, I got it. I got you. Well, since you've been off of social media, you probably didn't see, but we went to an event, uh, my husband and I, and the theme was like uh, movies and like all the Oscars and Academy Awards or whatever. I knew that everybody was gonna dress up as like movie couples, but I didn't wanna do anything like really like typical or standard. So we dressed up as <laughs> Chucky and the Bride of Chucky. Yeah, did you Jennifer see Tilly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. actually I did see that okay, one. Okay, good. Um, so that was, was that this last week? Am I going two weeks back? No. Anyway, um, so that was what, I, and it really, no, it was on Friday, yeah. So it really like, I wish you showed more of your outfits though. I know. I be, the, the thing is, is I didn't want to show too much because I didn't want anybody to see where I was. Mm. Um, Cause it was at a place where people could find me and people- Yeah, then you go to the bathroom. Are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but watching my husband who is like six foot two, maybe 220, maybe like 230 pounds, 40 pounds. I don't know. He's um, a big guy. He's a big guy yeah. in like overalls and like a Chucky costume. Well, overalls, I feel like are intended for bigger bodies. For bigger bodies, I yeah. I put them on. <laughs> so big. They're so fun, though. Oh, I bet you should probably wear that out. I think it's like very stylish. That's what I told right him. Now. He's yeah. like, I don't know if I want to spend like you know eighty bucks on these overalls. I was like, I want to wear them. Oh, I'm like, all oh, the kids are wearing them. Yeah, like, I'll I will take look them. so cool. They're really cute. I yeah. was like, they're so comfortable. I've been actually wanting to buy overalls for like Dude. a while now, but I like, I'm too scared to pull the trigger because I'm like, by the time I buy it. Probably gonna be out of style. We'll and, like, and then I'm like, how do you wear it? I was like, is it still cool to wear it just one strap? I was like, is that not cool anymore? I was like, I don't Only know. if you're not wearing a shirt underneath it. Why would I be wearing a shirt? <laughs> it'll be like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, except it'll be just you and me in a pair of overalls. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say sister act, and I was like, yes. But no. Oh yeah, they all are wearing overalls yeah. in the final scene. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's that actually speaks to what we're talking about because that was like nineties, like late nineties. Sister Act Two is my yeah. favorite, one of my favorite movies. Of Same. All time. I think it was like late nineties, which it's is partially like because I'm like obsessed now. with Lauren Hill. Oh, she's incredible. Yeah, she's incredible, but. I think I, you know what? I will loan you the overalls and you can wear them. They're actually really cute. <laughs> I really like them. So yeah. So coming down from that was it was a lot because I had to dress up the entire family and I had like two hours to do it between oh, the kids too. Wait, what did they dress up as? Were they part of? Well, yeah, they were part of this like event. Um, was dressed up as a minion, which was really easy. Oh, so they weren't part no, of you guys. No, they had their own separate thing. And then I thought you were gonna dress them up as like victims or something. I was like, oh my god, that's <laughs> that's amazing. dark. That's really dark. Like not something I wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then but my, not for a potential school thing. Oh uh, yeah, right. And yeah. then my other daughter, she did the the theme was Beetlejuice for them, and there but there are only like four main characters in Beetlejuice, or like maybe five. And I didn't want to dress her up like everybody else is like the mom and the dad and then Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin's characters in, have you ever seen Beetlejuice? Yeah, what okay. about and Winona Ryder? Well, Winona Ryder and then Beetlejuice. Yeah. So, but like everybody in the class was doing those main characters and I was like, I don't well, know. But did anyone I wear her to be a different. red? Yes. Oh, they did? Yes. Wow. And so I didn't want her to be dressed up as anybody, like the same as anybody else, because. Oh my God, did you dress her up as a sandworm? No, Please I wish, tell me I didn't have enough time. I dressed her up as Miss Argentina, who is the receptionist in the underworld. <laughs> it was so awesome. I painted her all green, and she had like the little dress and like the sash that said like Miss Argentina, and I got her like this, this crazy red wig. It was so awesome. Did anyone get it? No one had any idea who she was. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> Who is that? Who are you? But like, I'm always the like mom that's like extra when it comes to like costumes and stuff. I'm so fucking extra. And she was just like, 
no one's gonna get it. I'm like, but you get it and I get it. And that's what matters. And, and if you look one so other person cool. gets yes. it, then you're like, you and you, me, you're cool. Everybody yeah. else, you guys suck, yeah. you're cool. <laughs> you can hang out with us. So it was, it was really fun, but doing events like that, it takes, it like sucks the life out of me. It, it, it It's a lot. To but at least it's that. still fun. It's still fun. Cause it like a lot fun. of events suck the life out of you. And then suck. And they're not fun. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. But I think, so I think I will have that, like that version of ADHD where I want to do something and I'm, I look so forward to doing it. I'm so, so excited. And then it comes and I don't want to do it anymore. Oh no, that's, that's all of ADHD. It is? Yes. Okay. So I'm undiagnosed, but the more and more I like hear things and research things, I'm like, I'm pretty confident I have it. So I don't know that then, much. I'm not a medical professional, right. but from what I've been understanding from all the research that I've been doing, mostly TikTok videos, um, <laughs> a lot of them that's, are like psychiatrists and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, it's valid. legit, but I think a lot of it just has to do with how our brain processes stuff mm. or chemicals. I'm not really sure, mm -hmm. but I think with a lot of ADHD, our serotonin is different. Maybe like the way it releases or the way it processes. That so like a lot, a lot of, of times we chase serotonin mm. and that's why sometimes like, I don't know about you, I get hyper fixated on everything, including mm -hmm. foods. Mm. There are certain foods I will eat every, every day, day for and then you months, get sick of it. And then, and then I won't eat it again for like years yeah, it's yeah. because like the serotonin stops. So interesting. That's really interesting. Like literally last year, I've been thinking about making a, a TikTok video about this because people are gonna watch you eat and be like, that's the most disgusting thing ever, but it's actually delicious. Really? And I think when we first met, yeah. I think I brought it up to you yeah, and you yeah, were yeah, like, yeah, 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 what was it? It was peanut butter and pickles. That's right, that's right. I was like, are you pregnant? Yeah, cause that's literally <laughs> what I used to tell people. I was like, I think I'm pregnant. And it's, it's like, I'm having this weirdest. Well, no, cause, cause pickles and maple syrup was one of my pregnancy foods. Yeah. I would eat that all the time. Cause I know that a lot of women crave pickles for some reason when they're pregnant with like some sort of something sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's cause you're so fucking, I don't know. Hormones. If maybe? you need something sour, oh. you just, it, there's no rhyme or reason to cravings. Yeah. 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 But one day that's basically what happened. I just randomly was like, Oh, I want a snack. I'm hungry. And I was like, we had pickles. We had bread and butter pickles, uh -huh. which like aren't my favorites Same. normally, but for some reason with peanut butter, they're amazing. And I just was like, I wonder what, I just randomly went, I was like, I wonder what pickles and peanut butter are like. Maybe we should have our our mother get, or like our formerly pregnant listeners write in what their craziest pregnancy yes. cravings were, and then we'll try them. Yeah, oh yes. <laughs> that would be Especially so if they're cultural or Asian. Yes. Please, Because there oh, are some crazy idea. combinations of things that people will eat when they are pregnant. The things that I ate when I was pregnant, I was like, what am I doing? Wait, but real <laughs> quick, peanut butter, and pickles specifically for me, it was, mm. it was, um, crunchy peanut butter mm -hmm. and I only eat like the non-sweetened kind. Cause you know, I've gout and kidney yeah, stones, yeah, yeah. but, um, with bread and butter pickles, but specifically this one brand from sprouts Uh huh. and I'm sure they're all good, but I just got really hyper fixated on this and I ate it every day for like six months. And I got Every like six months. Yeah. And like, I got really hyper fixated on it. And I remember when I first started it, I was like, I think I just came up with this genius combination. <laughs> and my roommate, our producer, Ron, he's like, that it's exists. Very he's common. like, that's a thing that people eat. <laughs> and everyone's always like, this is crazy. And a bunch of other people are like, ew, that's gross. And I'm like, but like, I got two of my friends to try it. And they were both very surprised. Mm -hmm of how good it was, even though they thought that it was going to be gross. Did you ever put it in a sandwich? So how I would eat it is I would toast a piece of bread. Okay. I put peanut butter on it. Yeah. And then I would put, I would get sliced bread and butter pickles and then I'd put them on top and then mm. I would eat it. That, so it's like an open face, almost like an avocado toast, but it, very it was, different. But like, <laughs> very confusingly <laughs> delicious. No, but it makes sense, right? I'm sure the first person who was like, hey, I put a fried egg on avocado on yeah. top of bread, they were probably like- That's gross. That's weird and gross, yeah. Yeah, even things like even, I can't eat eggs after a certain time of day. I know, it's weird. Like after like 11 a, 11.30 a.m. or like noon, I can't eat eggs after that. I just can't. I don't know why. My I don't understand what that means. Eggs are, because I eat eggs all day. Well, that's what I'm saying. The rationality of the things that I eat and don't eat, or like things that I will or won't eat, is like totally irrational. That's so I'm like, confusing. I'm sorry, I can't eat eggs. It's 1.30, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, I feel like it's like something for breakfast and I can't eat it after. I don't know where that thought came from out yeah, of my I head. I had but. an ex-girlfriend that was weird with eggs. She wouldn't eat the egg yolk, except if it was fried and runny. 
But she wouldn't eat like hard boiled if it was runny? Or like a hard like poached? fried egg or like the yolk of a poached. It was like, oh, poached eggs, yes, because it was runny. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. What the fuck were we talking about? I don't know. Where How you're was your about. week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. Think, we haven't even got past the week. I think you were still talking about your week. And I think, well. Oh, yeah, with the school. The school thing. And, and then. That somehow turned into. Peanut butters and pickles because that's because my that's ADHD. How oh, because you started work. talking about ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is so satisfying when you remember where things. Because like oftentimes when you have ADHD Tangents. specifically, you get you get lost. Right, right, right. That's funny. So satisfying. Um, but yeah, that's that's my week. <laughs> and the our, rest has just been work and craziness. Our ADHD yeah. conversation was your week, <laughs> basically. And that's it. That's the end of my week. And screen <laughs> fade to black. Fade to black. That's it. <laughs> How was your weekend? Um, I think I had another week that just like disappeared into yeah. nothingness. Yeah. It was just filled with that. a lot of work, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you like sit behind a computer and you're like editing and then you're like editing a video or whatever that takes days. Like they just blend yeah. together. Yeah. And Time at least face just becomes like one. Yeah. And at least when I make videos, when I make TikTok videos, at the very least, it feels I like at least know what days happened, you know, because oftentimes I'm like reporting stuff and I'm like on this Tuesday, on this date, at this time. But when I don't make those videos, it's like more, I just lose track of more yeah, time. I hear you. I totally understand. Yeah. It's okay though. Sometimes we need weeks to just kind of melt away and just. No, that's how it. you get old at the blink of an eye. <laughs> Um, it's happening regardless of how yeah, you blink, that's sir. Why, that's why you want to remember you can, what happened. You can blink however the fuck you want because time is doing whatever time's going to do. And that's exactly what brings me to what I'm doing later today. Yeah. Which is? I have my injectables appointment today, which is something that I Injectables. That's such a weird word because I feel like we're making it like Uncrustables. But it's like involves needles. <laughs> It's like we're cutesying up this talk thing. talk about peanut butter any chance you get, Ed. Jesus it's, Christ. Oh, my God. I go through jars of peanut butter a week. <laughs> I love peanut butter. But, yes, it's like um, trying to cutesy up something that a lot of people are scared about, needles. Yeah, you know, maybe, I guess. But what am I going to say? I'm going into my needle appointment? That could be anything. Like... <laughs> Acupuncture. I don't mean to laugh. Drugs. Who yeah, knows? It is <laughs> it not could be anything. a very serious topic. So I, about every three to four months, go and get my injectables, which constitutes of just a little bit of Botox. And sometimes I get my lips done, depending on how I'm feeling about it. And I feel like it's something that should, I think a lot of women do, or like the majority of women I know do it. Um, maybe it's because of where we live. I mean, we live in LA, so there's a lot of that. But I know a lot of, most women do it that I know of that are over a certain age. Like, I'm not young. You know, I'm going to be 48 in October. And it's like. Well, you're not old. No, but I also don't the Gen have, Z people will tell you you're old. I mean, they tell me. Blink your eyes, motherfuckers. They fucking tell me that I'm just a bag of dust. And I might as well be dead. I'm like, well, thank you very much. That's also, very painful of you to not say. to age shame, but we're not the same age. So please stop grouping us together. <laughs> Fuck you, you young piece of shit. I'm going to hold on to my 20 year old. Yeah, all right. You know what? Forehead for but as long as possible. That's the thing, though, is like. I feel like as a woman that is Asian, I am constantly, I constantly feel like I'm so always supposed to look young because there's this like stereotype that Asian women don't age. And it's like, yeah, we fucking do. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, of course we do. At a different rate. Maybe. I mean, like, sure. I do, I do look at my peers that are of the same age as me and I'm like, oh. Yeah. You look older. I think that's part <laughs> of the reason why I have a hard time shutting down my Facebook. Because, because you I, like seeing people. I don't like seeing it. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't like, I'm not like, yes, you got old. But I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I look I look good for my age, I guess, I think, maybe. What I think is really interesting. So my 30-year high school reunion is coming up this year. Oh, that is terrifying. And it's really crazy. Um, and a lot of people are like, are you going? I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going. Like, Oh, my God. my best One of my best friends literally texted me yesterday, and she was like, do you know it's been 15 years since we graduated college? And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> See? So- and I want to go, but what's really interesting that I've found, and obviously everybody ages at a very different rate, and I'm not trying yes. to compare or like shame anybody for the way that they're aging, but like I went to Facebook for the first time in like maybe a year. I did never go on Facebook because um, that's where they said I could find, you know, the information about the reunion. Oh, always. And so yep. I go on it and I look at all the people from my class, and it was so strange how some people looked almost exactly the same and then just some slightly people, older just slightly older and then some people i'm like you're a middle-aged person no but like even older than that yeah, i'm like yeah, you yeah. look like you could be my dad's age and i'm like 
And I don't know if like, obviously like the way people, how you live and like, you know, how you maintain, how you look, whatever, like we're all different, but the range I felt was like, it really was impactful. I was like, this is surprising. I expected us to all be kind of similar, but a lot of us in certain racial demographics looked different than those of us of other racial demographics. <laughs> she says different, she means better. She means better. She means better. I didn't say better. I did. Don't cancel me again. <laughs> like, but I was really like, whoa. But, you know, I think that the, the conversation around like cosmetic surgeries and, you know, injectables and, you know, the things that we do to like try to maintain youthfulness is something that a lot of people are even, even like, sometimes afraid to talk about. And I'm like, what's, I don't think it's a big deal. I'm so open about it. I'm like, yeah, I get Botox. Of course I get Botox. Like, is that like, I don't know. I, I don't know how pe some people feel really weird about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if there's like shame. Maybe it's because people shame them because I don't know. But it, I mean, realistically, how is it any different than like makeup? Well, right. I mean, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I, guess I mean, like, have you seen those videos where like people don't look anything like they do after they put on makeup? It's true. You know what it's I mean? True. Like you do whatever you can to make yourself feel better, look right. good, to feel confident. Like who cares? You know, Does it affect you? No. No. Right. You know, my mom, I wasn't Unless you're that, <laughs> do you remember that meme from a couple of years ago? <laughs> Where that guy in China supposedly oh married that woman, married that woman and, and then, then sued, sued them. her because she had ugly children yeah, or yeah, his yeah. perception of ugly children. But did you know that whole thing was a scam? It was fake. It was fake. It was fake. How come? If it you don't know what this is, like, did we describe it well enough? There was a, a couple in China, and this man had married what he perceived as a beautiful young she woman. She was. She was beautiful. Yeah, and then they had children, and the children were perceived as unattractive to the father. And then he then divorced her, and then sued her for f what was it? It's like claiming fraud, right? Basically. <laughs> because she had had tons of plastic surgery and yeah. wasn't the person that he thought that she, he had married. And she didn't tell him and he didn't find out that she had plastic surgery till they had kids. And the kids, I think at this point, the way they made it seem like they were like, at least in grade school, they were yeah. like somewhere between like five to 10 years old. And like, you can tell, like it looked Photoshop, but yeah. it looked like they slightly had like piggy yeah. noses yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and like, were, like almost not human yeah. looking. So like it, this part didn't go viral, but the whole thing was faked. It was a faked social for media what? campaign for a plastic <laughs> surgery place. <laughs> really? Yeah. But wouldn't you not, I, I, that feels like a counterintuitive way to. No, because the whole idea is, is that like, something. we are so good that no one will even know you had yeah, plastic Yeah, but also surgery. we're so good, your husband's gonna divorce your ass for lying. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. Or like- But it went super viral. You'll be pretty, but your kids will still be ugly. <laughs> it's like their tagline, like yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. You're so pretty, your kids <laughs> won't even look like you. <laughs> But that's the fucked up thing about like being a woman and like aging as a woman is a fucking trip. Yeah. It is such a fucking trip because the thing is, is like we're constantly told that we're supposed to look young and that we have to maintain our youth. We have to use these products. We have to do this type of surgery. We have to wear these types of clothes and our hair. I even remember like on TikTok not long ago, like if you were a millennial woman and you were parting your hair on the side, that's how everybody knew you were old. And like you had to part your hair down, like all these like little things that we are kind of inundated with on how to look and maintain our youth. And then when you get to the age where you actually have to start doing them, people are like, you know, age gracefully, you look like a, you know, what are you doing to yourself? You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have to get plastic. Like, well, which is it? Yeah, because then which if you don't, it? then it's like, oh my gosh, she's aging right. so horribly. She looks so old. Yeah, oh, damned if you do, so, damned right. if you don't. And it's kind of fucked up and I'm like, I'm gonna now just kind of do what I want to feel good about myself and fuck everybody else. Like my mom is in her late, late seventies. She's very close to 80 years old. And, oh my God, no, she is she 80? Anyway, and my mother was a former like beauty queen, like literal beauty queen, like one like beauty pageants and stuff. And so I wasn't gonna talk about this, but she's had work done. I won't go into the details of what she's had done, but, we were talking light stuff. about light stuff and we talked about it. And she's like, you know, I was like, what made you decide to do that? And she's like, you know, I just started to feel invisible. And I was like, oh, what 
a horrible oh, thing to so feel. Bad. And she's like, I went from being this like youthful, like beauty and men would like look at me and I just felt always so good about myself. And then I just started to realize that nobody was looking at me and I could walk anywhere and nobody noticed me anymore. And I was like, what a heartbreaking feeling. What, like the amount of pressure to feel that way to, to feel like you no longer have value, like social value, because you just walk through a room and feel unnoticed is like, that's fucked up and it's painful. And I was like, but do you feel better now? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, but in doing what I did, I realized it wasn't for anybody else. Cause at that point I just felt good about myself. And I felt like I looked really good, but I didn't care if anybody was looking at me anymore. And I was like, if we can all get there, like if I can get there, that's kind of where I want to be. And it's weird. like you know, when you become a mother or you, you know, I'm over, you know, 45 years old, you start to feel like, do I have value in the way that I did before I turned 35 years old or whatever? And like, do I care about that? It's important. You have all of these like existential questions that go on in your mind about, you know, your value as a woman. And obviously my value as a woman is not placed in my appearance, Right. but that doesn't mean society doesn't feel that way. Right, and right. it doesn't mean that I don't feel the pressures from society in that way, you know? So, so right now, I just do a little light maintenance. I get a little, plump my lips up a little bit, you know, get my forehead in check. Although I was very, very close, being totally honest, I followed this wonderful facial plastic surgery, surgery surgeon, surgeon, Jesus Christ, <laughs> a wonderful facial plastic surgeon from up north. His name is Dr. Prem. Shout out to Dr. Prem on TikTok. He's amazing. And I was very close to DMing him like, what are we talking? Like, what are we setting aside for the rainy day facelift fund? Like, what's really, like, is it like 5,000? Is it like 30,000? Cause like there is going to be an echelon of price where I just get priced out. And I'm like, I'm just going to have to have a weird neck for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it's going to have to be. Um, and I was like really close to like messaging him, but I'm, I, he might hear this and DM me himself, but you know, you, you, you just kind of, oh, I don't know. You know, yeah. like I, 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 I joke that like, I want to walk into a plastic surgeon's office and have him shake me like a fucking pillowcase. And then whatever skin is left at the top, just cut that off and sew me oh back together. God. I was like, where are you going? <laughs> you know, just like shake it and like the excess, yeah. just cut it off, gone, done. Um, you know, but that's all social pressure, right? I was like, wait, how saggy is my skin? It's, it's just getting like looser and like longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just changing the way. I, I don't want to look like anybody else. I don't want to like, I don't want to be like Ollie London and try to like look like another person or change like anything about me. I just want to look how I know I look or yeah. have looked. That's all. That's weird. We're actually talking about this because yesterday or two days ago, I got hyper fixated on this one account that just popped up on my feed of this guy. His username is I got my knees done, which is a reference from white chicks. Uh. <laughs> if you remember the part I where the girls that. see the Wayne's brothers dressed up as women for the first time, they're like, you look taller. <laughs> and one of them, she's like, she's like, yeah, I got, we got our knees done. <laughs> so That's that it already, cause I like immediately was like, is that a white chicks reference? Uh -huh. So I like clicked on it. This guy got leg extension surgery. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. So like initially I got fixated cause I was like, I was like, was he a little person? No. no. So like I, that's the reason why I got initially fixated cause I was trying to find the reason why he was uh, getting like lengthening surgery. And then finally like an hour later, just short. No, he was six feet tall, but he's a, I don't think he identifies as a bodybuilder. I think he identifies as like a strong man. Weightlifter. Oh, okay. He's huge. He's yeah. like a house. He's literally like that house guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Bear, house. What was Wall? his name? Wait, what was it? God damn Giant. It. The, the, the wall was the, the separate part. Of the, separate. Mountain? He, the mountain? Not my, yeah, mountain. Mountain. Was yes. it mountain? Was it? That doesn't sound right. Wall? Why does wall sound Now right? I have to know. Either way. Okay, I'm going to look it up while you do that. He's like larger than that guy. He's huge, but he had this one post where he showed that he was like, he showed the photo and he was like, see how my legs look stumpy because I'm so wide. He oh. said that the bigger he got, he started hating the way he looked more because it just showed the how sh the proportion of his legs seemed. He just he was like, I know I would look better at this size if I was just a little bit taller. 
how much height did he gain from it? He's still going through it. He's like in the last three quarters of his journey because it's like a six month process. So he got like, yeah, he got like, he had to do this tibias first, which is the bottom part of your legs. What do they do? Like fracture it? And then they fracture the top and the bottom part. Then they insert pins that go in and then there's this metal bar that sticks out and they just slowly make it longer. And as you're, body heals the bones, it starts to fill in those gaps. So it by just like starts- It regenerates it. It regenerates it. And then he has to do the same thing in his fibia bone, which is the largest, strongest, hardest bone in your body. But that one is different. I think they install pins and then they have some sort of weird magnetic machine that does magical (laughs) science. Magnet science. And then like (laughs) somehow makes his, you know, his what? femur, femur, that's what I meant, femur. Yeah. His femur bigger. So I just was like so intrigued. So he's almost at his journey. He wants to be around 6'6". Six, six. Which now makes I had my knees done so funny. So funny because he did that. He literally had a post where he was like, for all those people who are confused by my name, he's like, it's about white chicks. And I was like, everything about this is so satisfying. I was like, I knew why you picked the name. I know why you have the surgery. You know what I mean? And um you know, I wish you well. Uh, yeah, he went all the way to Turkey for it, for it, but it was just like very validating in the fact that like, do whatever makes you happy. Right. It doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. I think it goes for everything, right? Do what makes you happy if you're not mm-hmm. hurting anybody else. Now, but then there's the other side of the spectrum where not that plastic surgery obviously could ever hurt anybody else, but there are some things like some plastic surgeries I've seen that I'm like, that is. Well, that's not necessarily true. Ollie London kind of hurt a whole community. Do you know what's happening with him now? Nothing is an absolute in life. That's true. That's the absolute truth. No, I don't. So he's undone or like. He's done with. No, he's like undone like the surgeries. He's like reversed them. Oh, he reversed them. You know, no. So he identified first as not even as a race. He just no. identified as Jimin. Right. He identified as Jimin, and he was trying to become Korean. And then he said that he was trans, and then started to become. He wanted to become a Korean woman. Then he said that he no longer was trans or Korean, and was now back to being just himself. And now he's like the alt rights, like sweetheart or something oh like that. God, like, of course it's is. really crazy. I That's mean, like, I don't I don't know much about what he's doing now, but. So yes, that man singularly <laughs> did so many fucked up shit to communities, <laughs> Asian people, the trans community. Like, yes, so he's hurt everyone. everyone. And so now people are saying that like, you can be transracial or that transracial and transgender do not exist because you can just undo it whenever you feel like. And it's like, so yes, there is somebody, the one person that found a way to make themselves doing what their their own self is doing hurt other people. Yeah. He found a way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Good job, yeah. dude. Good so job. Anything is possible, really. Yeah, there is, is the no, takeaway. No, no. Um, would you ever have plastic surgery? You know, I've thought about that for a while. I don't know. I think I'm more scared to. Really? Slash like I don't really have, my biggest insecurity was my weight. Mm. And like, I don't think I need surgery for that. I don't know what I would even get surgery on, (laughs) to be honest with you. I know before we started recording, I made a joke that like, my forehead, for those of you watching on YouTube, like my forehead. This is very annoying for anybody who, uh, anybody who has a forehead. I'm I'm sorry (laughs) for- warning you, trigger warning. Trigger warning, annoying. (laughs) For all of you with foreheads, I apologize in advance, but my forehead just won't, it won't wrinkle. I can't even make my forehead have wrinkles and they tried so hard. Shut up, I was telling Susie, I was like, people aren't even gonna believe that I've never had Botox, because like my forehead just won't, it won't wrinkle. And I was like, do you have some like neurological damage? Maybe, or like, but either way, it's <laughs> beneficial. Yeah, like how is that possible? It's okay, so it's not like for me, it's not like changing my face. It's like the skin on my neck is really long now. And like the my forehead, it's just, it doesn't feel like, it mm. just feels like my face is melting off of my skull. So you keep saying. <laughs> that's, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, I feel like my eyelids are getting heavy because I have I have the sangapur, but like my eyelid is starting to come over oh. the sangapur. So like, that's like something that's gonna be like, 
I think insurance might cover that. Wait, wait. <laughs> I read this article about a week ago that stated that men are, there's this plastic surgery that men are getting now in like their 40s where they, all they do is get the excess skin removed from their eyelids. My dad had that. Yeah, and they said that that instantly makes you look 10 to 15 years younger. He had it because he was starting to not be able to see because the skin was getting oh my like gosh. so long that it was- So was that covered by insurance? Because yes, it was like- it was absolutely covered by insurance. Oh, he, he's like, I He's like, I had plastic surgery too. And I was like, you did? He's like, come over. And I went over to his house. I was like, what did you do? He's like, Look at my <laughs> He was so excited, but he was like, but I had to because I couldn't see him. I was like, oh, that's crazy. I'm just picturing your dad being like, guess what I got my done dad. while like opening his eyes as wide and creepily as my possible. And you're like, like, what are you doing, dad? My dad's the kind of guy, like when he gets like new shoes, he'll just wear them and yep. he'll just stand and tap his toe until we notice. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm like, what I mean. hey dad, you get new shoes. He's but imagine like, oh, doing that for your eyes. It's like. <laughs> That's how hey, he do you notice anything different? <laughs> He's uh, so cute. Yeah, or you're being creepy, He's Dad. So funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Or like he gets a new jacket, he'll just stand there with his hand yeah, on his like hip. Uh, but being but a model. That's the thing is like I don't want to change how I look. I like how I look. I've always liked how I look, but I just feel like everything just feels. Yeah, like, that's what like, I mean. I, feel I don't like a candle. <laughs> I don't know now, but ask me in ten years, and I might be like, we'll find yeah, out if your forehead I'm ever like moved. Fifteen deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. So Ed, it's been about a decade. Has your forehead moved yet? No, because I started getting. Botox. <laughs> <laughs> it's preventative. That, and that's the thing too, is like, I'm just trying to like mitigate what I know can, will happen, you know? So the less I wrinkle my forehead, the less I, you know, crinkle my eye, my crow's feet, the, the better yeah. I'll be later. But I'm not open to it. Like yeah. I've been thinking about a chemical peel, which I feel mm. like are baby steps yes. to plastic surgery. It hurts. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's I mean, it does They're have the word chemical in it, but so many people get it done that I was like, oh, it must be nothing. I've seen people get like their blood reintroduced to their faces. Oh, I want that so bad. Where they Look. like, I think they take it and they put it in like a centrifuge and they like separate the white blood cells. Oh, fuck, that's what JLo gets done, isn't oh, it? Oh, it must be. I don't know what JLo is doing, well, but you need to stop hoarding that shit and I tell know. us what you're doing. Because it's so mean. And honestly, you. the truth, JLo, is most of us can't afford it anyway. So right. just let the cat out of the bag and those who can get it can get it. Yeah, it's not, a, sh out, it's not a shame. Like JLo, there's a couple people that I'm like, what the fuck? Like JLo, what the fuck is Tom Cruise doing? Because they keep showing photos of him and people that are the same age and you're like, the math isn't mathing. <laughs> okay, this might be before your time. Have you ever seen a movie called Death Becomes Her? It's one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. I, I don't know a lot of people that, some people, it's like That's, a cult classic. That was the movie that made me fall in love with Goldie Hawn. I love I, Goldie Hawn so much. I'm like, I love you. I love her so much. So that movie made me think about, it made me think about that movie when you were talking about like, what do they do? And I'm like, they must've drank that little they elixir. Did. <laughs> they I must think they have. did. And there they're gonna have to, to retire something. in five years because yes. we're on to you. Right. There's no way. What JLo is like, in her fifties and she looks like she's 35. It's crazy. And not just her face, like her body, her body. skin, like she must it's be drinking like the elastic. blood of babies or something. What did you do to that rubber band skin of yours no. to make it snap back? I'm telling you, there's some kind of sacrificial blood that she drinks or something. I because don't I know. haven't gotten anything done, but one of my biggest fears is aging. Mm -hmm. So I, it's probably going to happen unless the aging? God I mean, yeah. gifts me with like <laughs> aging so gracefully. Like if I Burt Reynolds, oh wait, no, Burt Reynolds towards the end got really That's, bad plastic surgery. Yeah, um, Mickey Rourke, yeah. Val Kilmer. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to shame any of those people, but. That's not the look I want right. for me. Um, or let's just say it was just evident that they had. Yes. Yeah, But like, good. as of like earlier this year, I started getting this like sunspot here and I think it was just, I think mine, I don't know if it's really a sunspot or it's if I like right. missed a spot with my sunscreen. Um, It could be hormonal. Um, a lot of like melasma and discoloration comes from like hormonal things. God damn, I have to stop eating dairy. That's why there's something called a pregnancy mask. So when you get pregnant, your body's producing so much estrogen, a lot of women start to get like a lot of freckles or we'll start getting age spots or like, you know, discoloration like around our mouths and around, you know, our, you know, various parts of our faces because of the hormones. And what is this? So maybe you mask really are do? pregnant. Wait, what does this mask do? It just, no, it just sucks it out? No, no, no. That's what they call the discoloration is the mask. 
Discoloration. Oh, 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 oh. I thought there was this mask you guys did. Like, where can I buy one? Need this. No, the discoloration itself is is what we call the mask. But I hear chemical peels help get rid of those discolorations, right? I think so. Many times. I think so. Yes, I've had at a, the lieu of having your face literally burned off of your skin. Right. I at this point, I'll just do whatever you want. I don't care. Like I'm the kind of person like like I had to get um like bone grafting done in my jaw, oh, which is something else I want to tell you about. What is that? Okay. First of all, there was this AI um, I'm so filter. scared of where this is going. Okay, right just now. listen. Okay, so this is crazy. So there's this AI filter, and every time I try it, it takes my teeth away. Yeah, yeah. You saw that, right? And so whenever I smile in the AI filter, like I have no teeth. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like that's fucked up. You and it's just years. me. Yeah. Then let's see the in twenty years. <laughs> then. I see this other person do this TikTok with the AI filter and it's like this voiceover, this like text that says like, the AI filter can detect health problems. And they did it and they like had this like one like glowing eye and they I guess had like a lost vision in their one eye and it's so dumb, right? Then I remembered that I have bone grafting in my jaw because I was gonna lose my front teeth because I have really weak jaw bones. Then I went to the dentist very shortly thereafter and she told me that now I'm losing jaw, like jawbone on the other side. And then I have to get the, either the bone grafting again, or I have to get one of those teeth drill. Like they have to remove my tooth and put a new tooth in like one of those fake teeth. What's it called? The, Cap? Not like a denture, but like, no, they like have to remove the tooth, ref, like fix, fix the bone and then put one of those, what's it called? An yeah, implant. Not a veneer, an implant, yes. I'm either gonna have to do the bone grafting or the implant. So the AI filter was trying to tell me that I'm having bone loss and that's why I have no teeth in all those pictures. That's fucking freaky. It's really freaky. And I'm not just saying that like- Then what about all the people that they keep turning into men into women? Or like into like stones or like turning <laughs> oh, them- Oh, but that into was that one, I think that was a one AI filter that does, cause I tried that one and it turned me into a stone God. And I was like, why <laughs> do I not look like this? I was like, why? Why do I not look like this? Well, so what I'm telling you is that like, if I can undergo what happened, I have like cadaver, like blood bone in my, grafted bone in my face. <laughs> There's a TikToker. She says cadaver, but that means dead, dead person. person. So he had the same thing done and he calls, he calls the bone grafting Tammy the face ghost because it's a dead person that he named Tammy. It's so funny. Um, but, oh my gosh. So like, I have like cadaver bone grafting in my jaw and I'm gonna have to get it done again. And like I said, it was the AI filter that was trying to tell me that that's what that was. Was that painful? Oh my God, it was so insane. So I don't wanna get too heavily into it, but the the dentist was wearing like one of those face shields cause there was so much like blood like spraying all over the place. Oh, he, the clear ones. Yeah. But you can see your when reflection in it. you said that for some reason, it. I was thinking like a MF Doom mask, and I was like, "That's terrifying." I don't know what that is. Is it's that like, like one of those, those ball gags? No, with like <laughs> <laughs> MF Doom got, was this rapper, like a leather zipper. <laughs> so there he was a rapper, and he wore this mask all the time. What? Why would you think my dentist would wear that? Because <laughs> you said full face mask, and that's the that's first scary. thing that popped to me. I'm already terrified. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like it was like. <laughs> Susie. No, it's just like the, the suction thing. <laughs> but it was like one of those like face shields, I should have said. Yeah. But you can see your reflection in it. So I could see everything that he was doing. Nope. It was so gnarly. He nope. basically like took my gums nope. off and like did the nope. shit. I don't want to know. And like part. put the bone, the it but it was like jelly. It was like this like jelly and then he put it in and then just basically sewed it all back together again. I don't know what any of that means. It's still terrifying. So it, the healing was, it was really painful. It was kind of traumatizing, but I was like, eh, I can get through it. You know what I mean? Like you just put your headphones on. And like, I guess I feel like at this point after what my first childbirth was like, I was like, I can do anything now. There's nothing I can't. Yeah, but I feel like there's a difference between experiencing the pain and then seeing it. Clearly I was referencing <laughs> the birthing because. <laughs> I was like, what's that? <laughs> because like, for instance, like the closest thing I ever had was like, I had an ingrown toenail in high school. Cause I was at a, I was at like a bookstore in Korea at the time. Uh -huh. I was wearing flip flops and someone dropped this really heavy book corner right onto the edge oh. of my toe. 
And then it was fine. It turned purple, but it was like nothing happened. But then it started growing side, like little yeah. angled. Yeah. And it wouldn't go away. And like six months in of hobbling around with my toe purple, I finally Ow. was like, you know what? I don't um. think this is gonna go away and I have to go to the doctor now. And it was so bad that they had to rip out half of my toenail. So like my left big toe, this is TMI, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know where we're, how this got, we just decided we're just gonna go stream of consciousness and this is what you get. Okay, because I'm about to tell you another really crazy story. nothing, this is not different than any other episode. No. Edge of story is whatever's in his head. But now my left, my left big toe only has half a toe that grows out. But like, because it's something that's visible during the, the operation because you know, they just put local anesthesia yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. they don't knock you out or anything. I looked down and the doctor immediately was like, stop looking, stop looking because I guess all the blood started, like literally he was like, your face <laughs> is pale. And he's like, you're about to throw up and pass. I was like, uh-huh. So like, I'm very squeamish. So oh. like, I can deal with the pain uh -huh. because like, I didn't realize this until like two weeks ago, but apparently if you smoke marijuana, anesthesia, they have to up your anesthesia. Got it. Because I yeah. guess something it cancels out a little bit. So you have to tell them stuff like that. So if you're listening, you smoke weed and stuff. Be you know, honest with your doctor. Be honest with your doctor because they're not trying to get you in trouble. They're trying right. to make sure you don't suffer. die <laughs> or suffer. So like I felt a little pain. And then at first I was like, um, I still feel that. And he's yeah. like, okay. And he gave me a bunch more. So like I could deal with the pain. Yeah. But seeing it. Oh, see. I think I'm the kind of person who's like, if I see it, I feel more like in control of it. Cause I can like, so this is going to get, get graphic. I, I hope you're okay with this, but. I won't be. It's actually not that bad. It's actually not as bad as my birth For story. You. So I had, after but my your birth, birth story wasn't graphically described. Because I tried to keep that from you because yeah. I'll save it for another Thank day. Thank you. No, <laughs> save it for when I experience it in real life and I pass out. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, like, future wife. If you're just watching somebody, I mean, my husband was very close to, to passing out. I have very strong empathy skills. Mm, mm, it's really gnarly. My sister, who was um, like seven months pregnant at the time, was my birth coach, and she is confident that she has PTSD from it because she like blacked out. Yeah, see. So she she but she didn't like faint, but she like can't re she like remembers bits and pieces of it, but it comes in like very like violent flashes. <laughs> I'm like she's, sorry her about that. Her brain's like no, we're because deleting this. Because my birth was so delete, traumatized, delete, delete. she's like, oh my god, is this going to be like this too? <laughs> Oh, right, because she's seven months pregnant. Yeah. So after I had my first daughter, um, I got really bad varicose veins because of all the weight and whatever. But one of my veins had like, it was like atrophying or it was like dying or like whatever. And it like stuck out of my leg like far. I was like, that's really gross looking and I don't like it. Just cosmetically and like also like, I feel like it's like not good for me. Like I want like a blood clot or like whatever. <laughs> so those two <laughs> things combined compels me to go see a doctor. So I go see a doctor and he says like, we can remove it. And I was like, you're just gonna remove my veins? Like, don't I need this? Like, like part of like the whole system or whatever. Yeah. He's like- Blood he's stuff? Like, he's like, you just cauterize it and the blood will reroute and you'll be fine. I was like, okay, cool. He's like, it's just gonna be two small incisions. And then we just, you know, you know, we remove the vein. I was like, okay, that doesn't sound that bad. And I was like, you're not gonna like put me out or anything. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, but don't look. And I was like, oh, okay. So he like puts me on the like kind of operating table and he like leans, he like kind of reclines it back. So like my head is down, like past my like, like legs. I can't see. So you're sitting still. I'm kind of like in like a recliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not fully laying no, down. I'm not fully laying bed. down. So I'm just okay. kind of like reclined, but my feet are elevated. Yeah. And he like, you know, puts like a topical anesthetic and I can't really see, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, is it okay if I look? He's like, no, I really don't recommend it. I was like, I really want to. He's like, okay, if you really want to, he's like, it's your body. And I, I look and I was like, that. oh my God, that's so gnarly. He's like, he's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, is that my vein? He's like, yeah. So what it looked like, I can see there's two incisions and the vein is coming out of it. And he has like, what looks like a, you know what a tuning fork is, you know, like it, like a, it's like, just like a yep. mm -hmm. <laughs> that you hit on a surface and, and then it, it makes a noise. And then you use uh -huh. that noise to tune your instruments. Right. Yeah. He looks like he has, he's holding a tuning I fork. I played cello. Oh, that's right. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like he's twirling a gray piece of spaghetti. Oh, it was gray. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was like a dead vein. <laughs> so It wasn't like covered in blood. I would assume it's it, like, you know, when you have like a blood clot in your yeah. nose, you pull out and it's just, it's like, it was bloody, but you could see that it was gray. 
And he was like, I can't believe you're watching. I'm like, that is fascinating that you're just in there taking my vein out of my leg. And he's like, I'm more fascinated that you're, you're not freaking the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> I was like, I'm just weird like that. Like doesn't, but what's weird is like, if it's happening to me, I'm okay. But if it happens to somebody else, I can't look. Like when my daughters get hurt and it, like, there's like blood and stuff, I can't look. But if it was me, I'd be like, oh, it's fine. I'll just sew it myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, it's not a big oh, deal. Damn, but like when my daughters get hurt or like they have a splinter or like, that when they pull their teeth out, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Have you ever watched a child try to pull their own tooth out? My, yeah. were you one of those kids? My niece will just take it and she'll just crank at it. And she's like, oh, she just like I never this and she goes, actually <laughs> pulled it out. I, but I, there were times when I was like, I'm gonna pull it out. And then I was like, mm, I'm a wimp. <laughs> I can't do it. My mom is a wimp too, like that. Like I remember, you know that you tie the, the tooth with a dental floss and you push Slam the, the head. door. No, you, my mom would like push our heads back and like pull, but she wouldn't have the guts to pull. So she just like slap us in the face. I'm like, ah, oh, like that's it. That's not working. That's you're, that's not good. You're not, you're not doing a good job. Yeah. No, all of my teeth, I waited till they naturally fell out yeah. because there were times, there were times when like I literally tied my tooth around my tooth and then tied it to the doorknob and uh -huh. I was going to slam it. And I was like, I, I was like, mm -mm, no, no, we're not, not doing this. I was like, that's really funny. Um, how our conversation, <laughs> this was supposed to be about beauty, beauty standards. <laughs> so I guess we'll regroup at some point, but I guess we're just talking about surgery stories now. Um, but you know, that's how Welcome this to is our brains. Work. This is how it's just going to have to work scattered. out. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, like if it happens to me, like if I had like a, my toe was like hanging off my foot, I'd be like, uh, this sucks, <laughs> I gotta figure that out. But if it happens to somebody else, okay, if it's somebody that I love or care about, I can't do it. But if it's a stranger, I can. Is that weird? No, I mean, it makes sense. I just can't do it anyway. If there's just, I can like a toenail hanging off I can do. It's like gnarly, fleshy, bloody stuff. See, I can do that if it's, if, somebody, if it's somebody that I don't know. Like I remember my ex-boyfriend and I, he was like a med student and we came across, we came upon this like motorcycle accident. And I guess the girl wasn't wearing a helmet mm -mm. and mm -mm. she, she mm -mm. had fallen and she was still conscious and she was mm -mm. okay. Mm -mm. But like a flap of mm -mm. her like mm -mm. forehead. No, no, no. no. <laughs> No. <laughs> flap of ears. A flap of her. We should probably do a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. But there was like a flap of skin just like hanging like over her face. And he was like, go get, you know, he like got this like towel from his car. No. And we were like pressing it against. He's like, just hold this here. I was like, okay. But I had to like no. flap the skin no. back. But I was like, oh no, like bacteria. Sorry, or how did you guys go from being driving by to helping? Well, because he was like a med student. He was just like, he was like a fucking hero. I don't know. He was just like, we have to help them. I was oh like, God. okay, the other guy. So the other guy though is like having like a seizure. So he's like tending to him. And it was like really crazy. It was really scary. And but the guy had a helmet on. So they like, we couldn't like, he didn't know like if he was like conscious or like whatever. And so he's trying to like help this guy who's having a seizure. So I'm over here helping the girl. And I don't know if she had a helmet and it flew off or I don't know what happened. So I'm just trying to like stop the blood because there was so much blood. I hate this story. <laughs> and so like, it, I wasn't squeamish then, but if it happened like to like my husband, I don't, I don't know if I could do it or like my sister. It was so funny while you were saying that, like when it happens to other people, it's not. And I was like, yeah, me too, me too. And I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, this you is idiot. A I was lie. like, you literally cover your eyes in movies. <laughs> I was like, you're a liar. It's like, you're a liar. I think it's, I think for me is like knowing that somebody that I love is in pain is something that like I can't withstand. Like it's too hard for me to like, and maybe that, like, that again speaks to like empathy or something, but like, but then again, when I watched my sister give birth, I was like, come on, Monica, push, God damn it, you can do it. No, yeah, like I, I get like, empathic pains. Oh, like you actually physically feel I it? I don't know if I physically feel it. It does happen to some people. But I can imagine it to the point where like, I don't know if feeling is the right word, but there is like a ghost. Mm. You know what I mean? My brain goes yeah. towards where I think your brain goes going through it. I think you know I, what I yeah, mean? I think I understand. And like, that's why like, even it, like, I love horror movies. There's something adrenaline about horror movies, even if it's like the kitschy 
follows a formula. Like I love them. I spent a lot of my high school years just like watching horrible eighties horror movies. Mm -hmm. Like, but either way, damn it. I was trying not to say like anymore. And I'm pretty sure I said it like 500 times already this episode, but (laughs) I wasn't conscious of it, but now I'm going to, now I'm going to be like, I was going to start a tally, an imaginary tally right by my You have 20 hands (laughs) to count that eye. I meant my imaginary chalkboard (laughs) and. But yeah, I love watching scary movies. And like I watched every single one of the Saw series, but like half of the movie was me watching it like this. And like I'll cover my eyes, but like I'll just try to see the parts where the gore isn't happening just so I know when it stops. See, the gore stuff, it bothers me. Like I can't, I don't really like it. It's the torture part that I can't watch. Like the torture, I'm like, oh God, I can't watch that. All of it, I can't watch it. Why do you, then why do you watch it? Because I don't know. I have this like, I don't know what this is because none of my therapists ever told me, but I have this obsession with needing to grow and like putting myself constantly in uncomfortable situations. But is that, Growth? No, that's not growth. I think somewhere <laughs> along the line, I think I got addicted to that feeling. I was gonna say, I feel like that sounds more just like- um, It's masochistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's what that sounds like to I me. I do think I have some of that. Yeah. Oh, Ed, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds really gnarly. Um, I Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I can't watch any of it because I can, I immediately just go to, because like, I've, I've felt immense pain, you know, from stuff that I felt, maybe not to the degree of like having your forehead lift off like <laughs> but a I think carpet. At that point you don't feel anything anyway. Oh, so you think, <laughs> I don't know, but. I think your body just shuts down. Goes in the shock. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just, I just, uh, I can imagine it and I, yeah. I can't. So beauty standards. <sighs> um. <laughs> Does it even really matter? Doesn't even really matter. I mean, the topic and beauty standards. Well, I mean, I guess we arrived here because of, you know, talking about surgeries and talking about like, well, and that's the thing, right? So withstanding that kind of trauma to your body, withstanding that kind of pain, the recoveries of those things. Look at you trying to bring it back. I mean, I'm a circle back kind of gal, you know? (laughs) I I love a callback, you know that. But I think, but that's, but that is a really good point though, right? To like, to subject yourself to voluntarily. I'm sorry, call back girl just sounds raw. (laughs) It's kind of like a call girl, but (laughs) it's far less sexy. (laughs) I was like, get over it, Ed, it's It's not that funny. It's almost as sexy. Um, But subjecting yourself knowingly to the kind, and I've seen people undergo like really gnarly plastic surgeries, like recovery from even small surgeries is really, really painful. You know, even just when I get like my lip injections, I don't, you don't get like Novocaine. You don't get like, you know, paint, you don't get like numbing cream or anything, or at least oh, I don't. don't. Some people do, but I don't. Oh. I don't my, my, in, my do injector lady, it, her name is Janelle, she's wonderful. Um, she just doesn't like using it for some reason or another. Maybe she's, I don't know, sadistic. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's like a safety thing. She, where like, she gave me a good reason. I don't really remember what her reason was, but like, it's painful. Like having needles, you know, injected into your lips. Lips are very, very sensitive part of your body. Yeah. Like one, it almost feels like a relief when she goes from my lips to like my forehead. I'm like, oh, thank God. That's like not as bad. Like, that's fine. You know, but to subject, even the recovery from getting your lips done hurts. Like they're swollen and they're really tender and it really, really hurts and it's hard to eat and talk and like whatever. But like you do it because the result or whatever you want to have done. But like, I haven't had like a really gnarly, like plastic surgery yet, but like, I imagine having your face taken off your skull and then put back on your skull. I'm gonna throw up. Probably fucking hurts, man. I'm gonna throw up. Probably fucking hurts. Like I've had stitches. If stitches. I have to picture skin coming off my flesh one more time, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I've had stitches. You've had, have you had stitches before? One time. Okay, I've had stitches in my gums and in my lady parts from having a baby. Even just recovery from stitches is painful. You know what I mean? Like, so. Oh, you're right. Cause they don't numb you when they take the stitches out. No. And I was like, oh, kids go through this? Yeah. I was like, oh my God. It hurts, man, it hurts. You but can feel that. Imagine, oh. or like, you know, I'm sorry, I was gonna, but sometimes they use like staples instead of like stitches and like, that's really fucking gnarly. Like that's yeah. gonna fucking hurt, you know? And like liposuction, 
You, have you ever seen a liposuction? I mean, you say these things, but even with Botox of videos I've seen, they're just like inject, yeah. they're just like, that's like yeah. 30 injections in like a matter of minutes. Absolutely, absolutely. That's way, I like, I know it's confusing and I, this is a lot for a lot of people with tattoos, mm. but like I'm terrified of needles. Yeah, that's. But like right. tattoo needles are different. Very different, they're not very shallow. Yeah, they're very shallow. And sometimes, sometimes there's like 50 of them, yes. Yeah. But they just like, yeah, just go in and out. You know and what I mean? You don't see this ginormous metal well, thing. Yeah, and it only goes in so much. You yeah, know, like millimeters, not yeah. even. You and know, it, it's not like but it not doesn't hurt. Right. Like sometimes it's like a hot knife in your skin. But, but surgery still. is actually a knife in your skin. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the things that the lengths that people will go through, and even but even tattoos is a form of beautification. It you is. know what I mean? And like people do these things to feel more uh, more themselves or more how they want to feel. And so like there's a, a I don't know like there's a line for some people and there's a line. That's for a very good point. How different are tattoos from plastic surgery? I don't think it is. And to be honest with you, body modification is a part of tattoo culture. Like people who get like. Right you know, the, implants like and stuff, horns put and it, stuff right, right. Like, like split their tongues. Right, all of that is still plastic surgery. Right. People should be allowed to look however they want as long as it doesn't affect or is offensive to other people. Right. You know what I mean? Like obviously getting hate symbols tattooed on you is offensive, you know, right. same similar thing, being in Ollie London, offensive. If, if it's something that you wanna do to make you feel better about yourself, then, you know, I say go for it. I mean, that, that goes for anything, right? Like obviously body modifications and plastic surgery and tattoos are like permanent things, but there are things that people do. Makeup, you know, colored contact lenses, coloring your hair, like getting your ears pierced, you know, like all of these things are things that people don't look at, but at the end of the day, these are things to modify your appearance. Yeah, clothes, literally the most basic of them all. Right, you know? even just, you know, something like getting your eyebrows waxed. Same thing, you Same know, thing. so do what you want, make yourself feel good, you know, and, and if there are things that make you feel good that are, you know, unex people deem unacceptable for whatever reason, or they want to shame you for it, fuck them, fuck them. People shame me all the time. Right. Like, oh, you know, you have a skincare line and you get Botox. Like, yeah, I have a skincare line to try to maintain my face the way that it is. I get Botox yeah. to prevent those things and I meet in the middle and all also the same fuck umbrella. you. Also, fuck you, like, yes. But to be real, um, majority of people, and I don't know that Tom Cruise and J-Lo fall in this category, but most of it is just genetics. Yeah, a lot of it is genetics. You know what I mean? Like, all, let's be real, a lot of these Korean influencers with like their K-beauty and stuff, like sure, maybe some of the K-beauty stuff is a little bit better than some others, Yeah, but like, a lot of Korean people just have good genes when it yeah, comes to skin. That's true. You know what I mean? Very and like, true. sure, of course you can do stuff to make it better, but it's not the difference between like having zits all over your face and a clear skin. Oftentimes, almost most of the every time, that's that's just genetics. Right, right. So like, not that it's the same, but sometimes people have to do a little bit more right. to get to the same equal playing field. If they line. want to. Right. Right. And. I think as an aging woman, you know, when that, that whole concept of aging gracefully, I don't think is a one size fits all for all of us. You know no. what I mean? Some women, like I don't dye my hair. I, I'm almost 50 and I have no gray hair. I mean, I could, I'll probably wake up tomorrow and be covered in gray hair just cause I jinxed it. And I know some women who are my age that are completely gray at this point, like have, you know, their natural hair color or their original hair color. First color is gone. <laughs> I was like, wait, previous um, is, is not there anymore. Their youthful color. And like some women choose to color their hair and some women don't. And it's like they age gracefully, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean like don't do things for yourself that make you feel good. Like I don't subscribe to aging gracefully. It's just, just like not trying. That's not what I want to, how I want to age gracefully. Like, I think that's, that's a concept that I think so many women like really like fixate on is like, well, aging gracefully means that I can no longer do the, do these skincare or, you know, get injectables. I can't get plastic surgery. I can't dye my hair. Like why, why does that mean that? That doesn't mean that for everybody. I mean, what the fuck does grace even mean anyway right. when it comes to women and beauty standards? Like what does that even mean? Right. The grace of a track and field runner is different than the grace of a ballerina, right? right? Is different than the grace of a concert pianist. Which I'm pretty sure like grace originally was used to be classist, right? Oh shit, probably. You know what I mean? So it's like what? Being graceful means that you should age like a rich white woman? <laughs> Which means you should be getting a lot of Um and I think that's that I think is the the takeaway for me is like defining my own grace 
if I want to, or should we use a different word? No, I think that's how it should be. I think you should define beauty. You should define grace. My standard of beauty yes. for myself is different than everybody else's. And I, you know, I feel fine with getting Botox and talking about it. And people are like, you know, don't, don't admit to people. Like why? Like, it's not a secret. Like, why would I want, why am I keeping that from people? I don't want people to think that I didn't do it or that yeah. I'm lying about it. I mean, in some scenarios it could be looked at as like gatekeeping. Right. That's you know what I mean? Dumb. It's like if somebody else wants to fix their nose because they are insecure about it, then like give them the resources right. to do so. Let exactly. them know the information. Like who cares? There's enough plastic surgeons out there for all of us. <laughs> There's enough people in the world that even if both of you look the same, like nobody gives a fuck. There's enough, they all, there's enough botulism. We can all get botulism. It's fine. <laughs> I think that's a disease. No, botulism is what Botox is made out of. So yeah, it is. I have no idea about anything. Botulism was originally created to help with migraines. Oh. Yeah, so what it does is it deadens the nerve. Oh yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, botulism, I thought like killed cells. That's what it does, something like that. I mean, we're not clearly not doctors, we're fucking idiots. But that's what it does. It forces the, it seizes you know the muscle or whatever. And so it was for Botox, I'm sorry, for migraines. And then he was like, hey, your, your face looks really good, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how your head feels, but it looks really good. <laughs> but they use it for like clammy hands and then for like over people who perspire oh, yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My ex-girlfriend wanted to get that done. I was like- Does she have clammy hands? No, her armpits. And oh. I was like, you know, just other parts of your body are just gonna start sweating. Is that how that works? I don't know. Theoretically, yes. Is it like if you plug In a hole, it like comes? Yeah, you know well? what I mean? Like, cause if you think about it, sweat is your body trying to cool itself down. Yeah, emit. So yeah. like, if you clog up that, then it's gonna try to cool itself down by sweating somewhere else, theoretically. But if it's hormonal sweating, then that might not be the case. You know I what I mean? Know. Please don't look at any of this as medical advice. None any of this you, is medical advice. If you advice. wanna survive. <laughs> <laughs> These are theories of someone with zero we anything. We are just making shit up. And <laughs> Not all the time, but when it comes to medical <laughs> stuff, yes. We're just using deductive Some, reasoning. Yes. And what we know, our limited knowledge. Deductive reasoning is perfect. <laughs> from some knowledge that we know about other stuff, kind of. Right, um, I think this is the part where we wrap it up. <laughs> it's we're, we're really close to getting ourselves in trouble, I feel like. Wrap it up. <laughs> but thank you all for joining us on this Wait, adventure. Wait, is that really where we're just ending it? Isn't it? Oh yeah, 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 that's true. But I really do like the pregnant foods idea. I do too, I think that'll be really, really fun because I've had some friends. Please don't make up gross stuff just yeah. to make us eat it. This is not fear factor. Let's be real. And yeah. you know what? When you send, <laughs> you have to send proof of a child. <laughs> send your kid's baby picture or you being pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need the kids. <laughs> yeah, don't send me the baby picture. Scratch that, scratch yeah. that. Send me a pregnant photo of yourself. And if you're pregnant now eating these cravings, we want to see photo of you eating, eating it, it. Oh, so we know so it's not fake. So send us your wildest pregnancy cravings and Ed and I will try them. And I think um, I think Ed, you'll be really surprised. <laughs> I have things. a feeling a lot of them are gonna involve pickles. I think so like too. Pickles and so. pizza, pickles and peanut butter, mm. pickles and cheese. Oh, that's normal. Pickles and pickles and cheese. I was just thinking of pickles and random things. Hey, you know what else they have? Is they have those um, birth simulator, like electrode things. No. Oh, I guess we're not doing that, man. <laughs> I mean, we can, we can. You and Ron could do it. I don't mind it. I just okay. know that I've had kidney stones before and I've been told that they're- It's not the same. Equally, if not worse on a pain, and it's not the same pain, but maybe just on a pain scale. Maybe. So if it's like that, I already know that pain and I don't need to fake do it to I have seen people do the, the birth do simulator and I was like, um, you have to put one of those electrodes up their butthole. And if you don't put it up their butthole, then this is not a good scientific test because that's where most of the pain is. Or at least it's where it feels like it is. Immense butthole pressure. <laughs> and on that note, thanks for joining us on this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm snorting. Uh, I'm gonna good sign times. Off. I'm gonna sign off every episode now with butthole pressure. <laughs> that's like... We go to this thing called Doodle Gang, mm -hmm. and it's you should come one oh, yeah. time. But it's basically just like a drink and draw. Okay, and um, it's curated by this amazing artist. His name is Upendo, mm -hmm. and he ends every Doodle Gang with drawing an aggressive butt. <laughs>
and you could just interpret that however and draw whatever you want. It's just funny you say that. I'm like, why are buttholes the ending to so many things in my life? By so many, I mean two. These yeah, two. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Let's not get our heads pulled with a bunch Don't, of ideas. Yes. <laughs> but on that note, write <laughs> us in. Tell us your pregnancy craving stories or combinations. We would love to hear them and if you will you see them. If you do send us a photo, let us know if you want us to post it or not. Make sure you include any handles or names. If you want to be kept anonymous, make sure you give us those details. If you prepare it a specific way, a specific brand or whatever try to include as many of those as possible and then if you have a funny story to go with it of course oh, include please, those in please write it in we're we going love to try these. we're going to try to eat as many of them as possible while reading and sharing your stories <laughs> make sure you email them to what in the at gmail.com that's posted here somewhere <laughs> whatever susie's doing I do, I, I do the Vanna White. This is how Susie swims, actually. <laughs> Synchronized swimming. You should see me. I'm a star. Um, so send those in uh, within the next week. Other yeah. than that. Thanks for tuning in. We always appreciate you spending your time with us. We really, really, really do. Yeah. And uh, feel free to do whatever you want to make yourself feel better, including like, I don't know getting an overdue haircut so your <laughs> face doesn't look like it's bigger than it already is. I and don't know. If I come back and my lips are gigantic, it's only because my esthetician is about to go on maternity leave. So I got to like, you know, stuck up on the front end. Is that how that works? No. I don't think that's how that works. No, I'm totally kidding. Although I kind of want to do it just to freak it out, but not the, not because my- your expense. Yeah. I was going to say, cut my nose off to spite my face. I don't think so. Um, but yes, thank you for joining us and, uh, I don't know, catch us other places. I don't know what's happening. Right now. I feel so out of Make it. Make sure you follow us on all of our socials. You can catch Sujia. Sujia one at Gmail. No, Gmail. Jesus Christ. Sujia one on TikTok and Instagram. You see what happened? We're degrading Su very quickly. We're leaving. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's Sujia one. God damn it. That's what I'm saying. On TikTok and Instagram. And who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm Ed. Just kidding. You can find me at Etch a Sketch with a J on everything, and you can find us at What in the Shiba. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, and ring the Suji app. Boing. That's not. That's, that's, Just kidding. Ding. That's something else, I think. Otherwise, we're sorry. We're so but sorry. Also, thank you. I'm so sweaty. I have to go home. <laughs> I'm just getting sweaty too from laughing so hard. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Okay. Uh, okay, bye. bye. <laughs>